This is Sounds on Vinyl, the podcast that celebrates the best rock, metal, and punk music on vinyl. And now, here's Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, everyone. You've got Sounds on Vinyl hitting your ears right now. My name is Phil Boyer, and on the other side of the sea, it is Mike Svensson. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? Well, as we usually start this podcast these days, it's that I give you an update on what's going on in the vinyl community over there on Instagram. So uh, this week I'm talking to a lot of people about KISS since the last episode we did with with KISS Alive. Oh my God, the DMs, they never (laughs) stop, man. I tell you. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, because... It's the only place where you can put out a picture of the same album in 11 different copies and different pressings and not feel like a moron. And people go, whoa, that's so cool. You got 11 pressings? I only got nine. So there you go. That's what's going on. That's what we're talking about. All in good fun. Definitely. So as, all and fun, and, it's what we're about, man. That's right. It's all about yeah. the fun. And, and, and that's just a little taste of what you can experience over there on the Sounds on Vinyl Instagram feed. So if you're not already, get your freaking ass over there and follow Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram and just get into all the cool stuff that Mike's doing over there. Because it's like we just said, it's a lot of fun. All right, tonight, tonight the year was 1983, and a little-known band called Motley Crue hit the airwaves with an album they called Shout at the Devil. Oh, yeah. The album reached number 17 on the Billboard 200. The song Looks That Kill peaked at number 54, and Too Young to Fall in Love reached number 90 on the Billboard Hot 100. The title track... Shout at the Devil hit number 30 on the mainstream rock chart. Now, the album as a whole went four times platinum with more than 4 million shipments. So it's got quite the resume right there. And Mike, as I always start to show, what was your first experience with this record? Yeah, well, I I remember seeing uh, Motley for the first time in a magazine and I thought as I I did a lot at that period in time because I was only used to to Kiss and Maiden and Saxon and Motorhead and 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 so on. So I thought they were a bit like a poster band too. And I didn't pay much attention to them until I heard this hit single Looks That Kill on the radio. And then I saw the video and, and I thought, oh man, this this is like the coolest thing ever. And they had more of a punk attitude about them, both in the music and on stage. So um, I had to go out immediately and, and, and buy that record, Shout Out the Devil, because, oh man. Was that something else? It definitely was. My first time was hearing Shout at the Devil, the title track on on the radio. And I'm like, okay, I got to go get this record. You know, I'm 13 years old. And that song was such a great, great anthem. So before I could get my hands on the record, I was staying up late one night watching this local Friday night videos 
TV show where they played all these metal videos. You know, why is it that you can only see these metal videos at night? It's like Headbangers Ball on MTV was always at night. Like it's, it's I, I guess metal is not good enough for during the day. But anyway, I digress. So I'm watching this Friday night video show and it's like 1 a.m. or something. And the video for Looks That Kill comes on. And I'm like, okay, I know these guys. I hadn't heard the song yet. And my God, that video was so freaking cheesy. These guys come out wearing more makeup than the girls were in the video. Yeah. And I'm like, who who the hell are these guys? And and these are the <laughs> like the, these are the same guys that did shout at the devil. Are we serious? <laughs> I'm like, they don't look like they do this kind of music. Right? No. So. I tried to watch that video a couple of days ago and it's horrible. Yeah. I, oh my god, it's so horrible. But it's but, bad. Yeah, it's really bad. But I didn't know that at the time. No, I mean I, I think we were, you know, again, we're young, we're twelve, thirteen. It's just to see metal on TV, I think, was exciting and we yeah. overlooked the cheesiness. Or maybe we didn't <laughs> even know it was cheesy yet. I guess maybe that comes with age. So what, what's your favorite songs on the record? Oh, my favorite songs, um, except for Shout to the Devil, it's it's Too Young to Fall in Love, Red Hot, and Looks That Kill. And there's uh, way back on side number two, it's uh, one of my all-time favorite songs, and it's called The Danger. Danger. I, I re- yeah, I really love that one. It's that, that got a great a lyric. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good song. Yeah, my my songs. I, I'm with you. Shout at the devil, red hot bastard. Those would be my top three. I do like danger. Yeah, really good. Yeah. I rem I, I remember uh, Motley playing Red Hot, and the first first time I saw them ni- back in 1986 on the Theater of Pain tour, and it, and it was it was fast, man. I I never <laughs> heard heard that song played like that before, and I thought it was. I didn't recognize the song at first. But then, then a friend of mine taped the show, and I, I listened to it afterwards, and it's sort of like, oh my god, that was a fast one. So that that one I remember. But 1986 was the first time I saw Motley Crue live, so on the Theater of Pain. So that was really cool. Theater of Pain. Now, did you like the Theater of Pain record? It was like, oh my God, Motley Crue is releasing another album. I have to buy this, and I didn't pay much attention that they looked like women. <laughs> but but I think there is there are some really good songs on that album. I I, I, I really dig it. But it's after after Shout to the Devil. Where where do you go after after that album? I I don't know. It's 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 pretty hard if you release an album like Shout to the Devil. Uh, like Guns N' Roses did with Appetite and, and Nirvana did with Nevermind and, and so on. But it's, it's I think it's a good album, but nothing in, in, in the ballpark of, of Shout of the Devil at all. Yeah, I, I think for me, Shout really had a, a great impact on me. And then like I usually do when I discover a band, I go backwards and, and I found their first record, which... Again, it, it, I don't think it was as good as Shout was, which is odd because usually the, the first release from a band is typically their best. But it, it was still pretty good. But the band had such an impact that even after Theater of Pain and they, they released a couple more records, I think it was around 1988, we, we were still so hyped up on Shout at the Devil on that record. You know, it's like five years later, right? Yeah. 
We're seniors in high school. We hear that Motley Crue is playing at the Whiskey up in Hollywood. Oh, my God. And we're like, holy shit. And, you know, Motley Crue's, like, fucking huge at this point, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, to see Motley Crue at the Whiskey, that would be so awesome. So we ditched school. We're like, screw this. We're not going to school. We drive (laughs) up to Hollywood. We go there, and they were sold out. Couldn't get tickets. No tickets. We're like, son of a bitch. And that was, I guess, began the the story of me never seeing Motley Crue play live because <laughs> I okay. didn't get to see him that night. And I've not seen them. I've I've seen clips, and they're, uh, especially lately, they're not all that great. But anyway, so... <laughs> no. So, but that led, that led to something cool though. We didn't get to see Motley Crue, but we're like, you know what? We're up here. We might as well spend the day up here. And so we went like club hopping. We went from, you know, place to place. And I don't know, by this time it was, uh, I don't know, nine, 10 o'clock at night or whatever it was. And we go into this, I, I don't remember which club it was, but, and this, there's this band that comes out. They start playing. It's like, oh man, sounds these guys kind of sound like ACDC. These guys are pretty good. And so we watch them and, you know, it was, we're right up there on stage. It was, or, you know, at the front row, right up at the stage. And it was so much fun to watch these guys play. And so it was a couple months later and we hear these guys on the radio, right? Well, it turns out it was the band Dirty Look. So we got to see, we didn't get to see Motley Crue, but we got to see this band Dirty Looks before, they got signed and got popular and all that stuff. Oh, so, cool. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. And it, and it's it's funny. Uh, I usually go trade and sell stuff on, on uh, record fairs. And one of those albums that never get out, goes out of style is the Shout Out the Devil album. And, and if you get a copy in a swap meet or, or something like that, and, and you, you, you trade or whatever you do, and in it's in good and mint condition, you could get up to like twenty-five or thirty dollars. I have not been able to try to hold them for for very long. So at, as soon as the doors open, that's like the first thing I sell when I'm at the record fair. So it's it's still very popular. Now, are are these sealed or are these been opened? They they are oh they've been opened. They've yeah, been opened sure. and and yeah, so yeah. opened. And played, and they still go for 25, 30 bucks. Yes, they wow. do. If, if you were able to get a, a sealed one uh, that hasn't been, I mean, you could see that they're, they're trying to sheet you with, with the seal, and they try to, to open it up and then, then try to put super glue on them again. But you have to be very careful. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's a, it's a whole different ballgame out there. Uh, but if you if you're lucky enough to to find a, a copy that's completely sealed and you can see it it's coming from from directly from the record plant it, it would go I think around fifty to a hundred bucks easily. Wow, that that that's that's crazy. So do do you think there's there's more of an underground sales? market for this record so all, all those numbers that i mentioned earlier in the show do you think they're they're higher than that because of yeah the trades and the sales and all that stuff wow yeah 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 yeah, yeah for sure so 
so this this album then in your opinion could be very influential in the world of music yeah of course especially I mean, in, in metal music yeah of course it, it's been i mean for for us in 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 grand reserva i know uh my bass player is stefan he it's one of his all-time favorite bands and that's why he went into to playing bass because he wanted to be nikki six <laughs> so so uh and we met a lot of people in different uh, types of music style i i remember we meeting i i'm not going to mention his name because uh, he's quite famous uh in in a swedish death metal band and his one of his favorite albums was shout to the devil mm. so uh, so that was pretty cool and i got really shocked by that by the way <laughs> but it, but it, it was really cool so so um so i i definitely think that, that it's it's up there uh, amongst the the things that get inspiration and influence bands both back in the day and and nowadays well, yeah, I mean, for me, my wife Kate and I were putting together a movie a, a, a couple of years back, and there was uh, several scenes in the movie where the main character listened to this state-run news radio, and we were thinking about how we were going to make that sound. You know, what was it? Was it going to be crisp and clear because it, it sort of took place in the future? Um, or was it going to be kind of rough and, and dirty, sort of? And I remembered the first song on Shout at the Devil in the beginning and how that sounded. And so that influenced the, the kind of sound that we used for those particular scenes. So that I, I think that's like the first and only time that a record influenced something creatively for me, other than, than using a song in the, in, as is in, in, in a project, it was the first time that we sort of mimic something or were influenced by that. So I, I guess it's very interesting because a lot of people call Motley Crue like glam metal. And when I listen to shout at the devil, I don't hear glam metal, even no. though, like you said, they do look like girls. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But it, it but doesn't it, have that it, sound. No, no, no. If you don't listen to the pictures and if you don't see the videos and only listen to to the music, it's it's really they got a punk attitude about them. Uh, so so it's it's not glam at all, according to me. But I'm no expert. But I I don't <laughs> think it's glam music. Glam music like for poison. me. No, no. Oh no. Good no. Oh good lord no. <laughs> Oh. the band that shall not be named on this show oh oh my god it's it's like when you walk into the the guitar shop and in, in, in one of i can't remember the, the the movie but but you see a signed uh, and besides the guitar and it says no stairway to heaven <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like that don't mention the hair metal scene please i have respect for those people but don't go there it's just a serious show. This is a serious show. We talk about serious bands. Yeah. And speaking of serious, have you seen the Dirt movie? No, I I purposely stayed away from it because yeah. Good what, for you. what I heard, I, I didn't like what I heard. It's hor- horrible. It's whole crap. <laughs> I, I, it has nothing to do with the music at all. And, and, and that's what's hurting me the most. 
it has nothing to do with the with the music it's it, you rush by the music is just rushed by all of a sudden they're uh, i mean they're starting up and boom it's fear of pain and and you're thinking what the and and it got so it, there's a lot of people like me out there you know who you are fellow nerds mm -hmm. that keeps track of things historically you have a timeline and when you see it this is this stuff pisses me off really i have to mention this it's in one of the scenes where they get to meet doc mcgee who's a manager and they say here's doc mcgee he is a manager for kiss and they say oh we don't like that kiss band or something like that <laughs> but he didn't became a manager for kiss um up until 1995 or 1996 or something like that he was the manager for motley crew long before he even met paul and gene from kiss so mm. and and there's a part in he, he's got a big part in this and they they're speaking to him about kiss but he he hadn't it, it was sort of like 10 or 12 years into the future so how how the hell can you not keep track of that yeah so the, so the timeline's all off yeah it's all off yeah yeah that shit yeah. bucks the nerd out of me <laughs> yeah 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 i you know, I, I sort of lost interest in Motley Crue after Theater of Pain came out. Like I said, I was still, for a few years, we were still pumped from Shout and for Too Fast for Love. But the, Theater of Pain had a couple good tunes on it. But these guys are going kind of downhill. They're going more poppy. And then, you know, with each record after that, it was like, okay, I'm done. And then The Dirt comes out okay, I really have no interest in seeing this. And then they release this song for the show to promote the show, Like a Virgin, a Madonna cover. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I'm i not one of these metal heads that's like, okay, you can't do that. I give this thing a listen, and I swear to God, I think my ears started bleeding like within the first <laughs> 10 seconds. <laughs> I'm like, what oh the hell? They actually release this? They they put this out? I mean, it was, yeah, it was I know. horrible. Yeah. Some of the newer stuff, it's... it. I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh... It leaves you speechless. It really does. It really does. I mean, back to Shout to the Devil. Oh, my God. There you go. There's an album. Yeah. And what, what do you think of their, their comeback tour? You let Vince Neil sing. <laughs> why? 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 You, why why would you, you do something like that? Why you do something like that? And I have paid my good earned money to, to see a show like that? No. Get off the stage. Oh. But, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I, I, I know you're not that big of a Beatles fan. No. But what I'm more of a Stones fan. Okay, so what do you think about Cruz's cover of Helter Skelter? It's really good. It's really good. I don't dislike the Beatles. I I, I actually never got it. It's it's way too poppy for me. 
but uh, it's great songs i mean lennon and mccartney oh my god you gotta have respect for those dudes i mean mm -hmm. the songs that they made but it's 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 in there between the lines if you will i know i could hum along and i could sing along to a lot of beatles songs but i never bought a record but i think the health of skeleton one that that they did it's really really good yeah i like it too i, I think it's um when i first heard it i'm like oh wait this sounds familiar i'm like oh shit this is helter skelter yeah you know yeah it was i, I really love the way they heavied it up you know because yeah. i mean that the song is sort of heavy yeah, it really you is. Know, I mean, a lot of people say that, you know, the Beatles sort of started heavy metal or kind of influenced metal with, uh, with that I don't song. Know that. I, I call bullshit on that. Yeah, but, of course. Um, it was one of their, their heavier songs. And, and to have crew cover that on that record, I thought was really cool. Really, so, really cool. And with that, we'll say farewell until next week. Later. Later. This has been Sounds on Vinyl. Hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and follow at Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram. Sounds on Vinyl is produced by Boozehound Productions. Music by Grand Reserva. Visit soundsonvinyl.com for official merch and stuff you won't find anywhere else. <laughs>